You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. And when I say services, I mean your jobs. If you don't work in a factory or a farm, you're in the service sector, and I'm talking about your job. But ask yourself, why is it easier to ship goods than services across borders? And remember, the reason your job hasn't been globalized yet is because it's hard to ship services across borders harder than goods. The reason services are hard to cross borders has to do with the fundamental reality of services. For many services, the service provider and the service buyer have to be in the same place at the same time. And the technical difficulties of getting service providers from one nation into the room with service buyers of another nation is why globalization up to now has been mostly in goods, not services. That's why globalization has been mostly about things that we make, not things that we do. But here's the thing. Digital technology is changing that reality. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on Earth, it was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on Earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been... Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny and Digital technology is trying and will succeed in uniting this globe. The difference between today and yesterday is societies were based upon countries in this world. The United States society was different than Canada, different than Australia, different than Africa. But the globalists are working very hard and they will succeed in uniting the world in what I call the triangle of existence in this world. There's three parts to this. There's the government, there's the society, and there's the family. So as we progress in this world, what is happening is the globalists are changing the society of this globe. Not just in America, but across the globe. And they're not concerned about governments. They're not concerned about family. 
And the reason is because it's easier and more economically efficient to change the society of the world. So I want you to think about this as a triangle. And what is neat about it is our country was actually developed government-wise in this triangle. You had or have the legislation branch, the executive branch, and the judicial branch. And all three of those were supposed to check and balance each other. But it's very difficult today to do that in America because the globalists are infiltrating into our country along with all the other countries and using society as a way of deteriorating any government, society, or family in any country. So what is a civil society? It occupies an important position in development dialogue as it provides opportunities to bring communities together for collective action, which mobilizes society to articulate demands and voices concerned at local, national, regional, and international levels. They don't care about local, national, and regional. Now, they got their fingers in these areas, they're more concerned about international level, bringing all the countries together in a kumbaya utopia world without God, the creator of everything. See, there are three parts to this, like I was talking about. Picture a balanced triangle of government, society, and family. In any country over the history, if the government becomes too big, society and the family suffers. If society becomes too big, then the government and the family suffers. If the family becomes too big, then it's chaos out of control, according to the world. But in God's eyes, the true family is the way that we're supposed to live. 
free society, freedom against tyranny and the government. So look at it this way. When you open your door and you go outside, you are now becoming part of society. What has happened in your house or your property is family. But when you walk up those doors, when you go into the world, you're becoming part of society. And, of course, then society is run by the government. The bigger the government, the less society has the ability to change government. In a, a tyranny, king state, where you have a kingdom and a guy that's in charge of everything, he determines how society and the families must live. In a free world, the family is first, and then society, and then the government. The structure of life for every human being on this planet is the same. That we've been created by God to bring glory to Him and he lets us live in peace. The further down this world gets away from God, the less peace in this world that we have. And there is no international government or country government that will ever change that fact. Government always suppresses peace in a society and therefore suppresses the peace in your house. When that balance is off, as long as the government and society and family is in a balance, then... We can all live together. We can have law. We can have a society that changes to a certain point. And we can have our family. But if it, any one of those three becomes in charge or overpressing in a country or on the globe, then the balance no longer exist. And someone is going to suppress someone else. So think about that. Think about that triangle of how reality exists. If we have a government for and by the people, and a society that is in balance with that, we can grow as a society, we can advance as a society, we can build better things, go to the moon, do those things. 
But when society controls the government, then the family suffers. And this is what's happening today. Our society has become a monster which is trying to control our government instead of the people in this country. So there's an organization that I found out in America, in D.C., it's a globalist organization. It's called the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Again, bureaucracy, right? Now they say there are nonprofit, whatever. I get it. They don't care. Their sole purpose in life is to work with other countries to make the globe, all the countries, come together with the same ideologies, the same government structure, and the same family, which is not going to be what the Western world in America describes as family, because that is being destroyed every single day we talk about it. Thomas J. Pritzker was named the chairman of this organization in 2015. He succeeded former U.S. Senator Sam Nunn. If you don't know who he is, you need to check him out. He's a Democrat from Georgia. That started, he started this organization, this globalist stuff. And this is what they have to say today, much less in the future. The global civil society ecosystem can be characterized as a complex and interconnected network of individuals and groups drawn from rich histories of associational relationships and interactions. Globally, the concept of civil society has evolved from these associated platforms to a compromise of wide range of organized and organic groups of different form, size, and functions. So what they're realizing is the globe is not the same. And they have to figure out a way to get the globe on the same picture. There have been significant changes over time in civil society landscape. At different periods, community-based organizations, workers, or labor unions, professional associations, and non-governmental organizations, which is called NGOs, you've probably heard that before, there's going to be many more of them. 
have been the most prominent. So these NGOs and professional business associations are changing. They are changing the planet. They're changing society. So the reason that we're dealing with the things that we're dealing with is because they're changing the absolute God-planned society in this world. The only way that America will be saved from this globalist is through us pleading to God to heal this land. If God in his awesome power decides that enough is enough with this globalist stuff, then America will be healed because there is no country on the planet not a single one that is close closer to God than America. When we get back, we're going to talk about America's biggest issues. You heard that, America's biggest issues. We'll be right back. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. See, this was the greatest place on earth. But now the bottom's falling out, the whole thing's going south. I owe more on this old house than it's worth. And if you can't see what's wrong, just turn your TV on. Rich are getting rich while the poor are getting poor. While the devil's getting more Nobody's standing in his way It's time for us to make a change And take back the USA I pay for being free Everything's getting cheap Who cares about quality The rich are getting rich While the poor are getting poor God's getting less While the devil's getting more 
Jesus, and will heal. We're asking you to take back the USA because apparently the globalists are doing it now, and they should. We have turned away and become materialistic instead of spiritual in our country and thus allowed the world, the globalists, to infiltrate the greatest country ever existed by you, our holy God. So, America's biggest issues. You're not going to have to listen to the screwed up gunny and more of my rumbling soup cooler mouth. Instead, I'm going to play you a clip from the Heritage Foundation, which if you don't know it, you need to check it out. Heritage Foundation on America's biggest issues. It's perhaps never been more important to ask, what kind of country do I want to live in, work in, and raise my family in? What kind of America do I believe in? Ask yourself these questions. Which America do you want to live in? One that upholds your right to freedom of speech and religious beliefs? or an America that says only certain views are acceptable in the public square and shames, bullies, and cancels those who disagree. What kind of America do you want to work in? One like we had before the pandemic hit, when more Americans than ever said they were better off financially than they were just a year ago? Or one that insists we return to more taxes, regulations, and mandates on both individuals and businesses? What kind of America will you feel safest in? One that honors and respects our law enforcement officers for putting their lives on the line to keep our streets safe? Or an America that calls for defunding the police and permits lawlessness and chaos in our neighborhoods? 
Do you want an America where parents are free to choose where their children are educated? Or one where zip codes determine a child's only option and perhaps their future? Do you want an education system that empowers families and rewards schools that succeed? Or one that props up the status quo and continues to fund those that fail? The same could be asked about health care. Do you want more choices at better prices? Or do you prefer the government making more and more decisions about what coverage you can have, what doctor you can see, and what your plan will cost? How about the role of the judiciary? Do you want jurists that will interpret the laws as written or ones that make laws from the bench? There's a big difference. From the interpretation of the Second Amendment and whether one has a right to own a gun to defend themselves and their property to the meaning of the right to life. Judges matter. Do you want to live in an America where we control our own borders and where those seeking to come here obey our laws? Or do you prefer open borders, where we have little say about who comes and who goes, rewarding those who jump the line, and also providing easy entry for those seeking to do us harm? What about America's economic and energy independence? When it comes to consumer goods, medical supplies, and critical resources such as oil and natural gas, do you want to live in a country that can and is producing those for itself? or one beholden to regimes like China, Russia, and Saudi Arabia? Do you prefer a country that upholds America's values on the world stage, or one that sells them out to garner approval from international elites at the United Nations or World Health Organization? Finally, do you want to live in an America where we honor our founding and our history while learning from our past, or one where monuments are defaced and destroyed and history books are rewritten? These are big questions. How you answer them matters. You will be deciding which America you want to live in, work in, and raise your family in. Which America you believe in. The question is, which America do you choose? So which America are we going to choose? Are we going to continue to go down the same road as the globalists? Are we going to continue to unravel our society as Americans to this globalist, to this leftist, to these insane godless People, is is that where where we're going, or are we going to stand up, speak up, and show up for the God that created us, and change what is going on? We have the foundation. That is given to us by God and the founding fathers of this nation. But we have been sitting on the couch watching TV way too long. Matter of fact, this is how long the absolute control of the globalists 
in our country has been going on. This is from The Guardian. Decline and fall of how America societies our society has unraveled. 30 years ago the old deal that held U.S. society together started to unwind with social cohesion sacrificed by greed. Was it an inevitable process or was it engineered by self-interest elites? I think it's the latter. Greed is a terrible sin for everyone and it's even more terrible for the person that believes in it. And our country has produced, because of our country, more billionaires and millionaires than has ever existed on this planet. And the majority of them are not godly people. That's what we're facing. Life is the single most precious gift that has been given to us by our Creator. So I'm going to lead this conversation into what we heard today about the Supreme Court justice leak and the Roe versus Way. I don't know which way this is going to happen. I don't know if the leak was put together by the leftists. You know what? I don't care. This is what I do care about. I care that society is being driven in a direction that changes that triangle to where society now runs the government instead of the family unit running society and the government. Because when that triangle gets distorted and society becomes totally bigger than the government. The government has no choice but to start listening to society. When at a point in time they listen to the family, the voters, the people that put them there. But now society is running the government. Do you understand what I'm saying? Society no ends bar. Do whatever you want to do, and eventually the government is going to make a law where you can do it. That's what we're dealing with. But what's most important of all things is the creation of God 
and society as a whole believes that life is precious. But you have this massive global few people that have a big microphone like they did in 1973 with Roe versus Wade to deteriorate the actual family structure where people don't have to worry anymore about their actions. Instead of going to God about their actions, they go to the government. And that's why we're in the situation that we are. Maybe we're going to change. I don't know. And this is from Kevin Roberts. He started the, head, the Heritage Foundation. He developed this organization, which is amazing. Life is the single most precious gift given to us by our creator. And every institution of government has a sacred duty to protect it. If this majority holds, and it must, the Supreme Court will have reversed decades of willful dereliction of that duty and saved millions of innocent lives that has been created by God in the process. Our Constitution celebrates life. It does. The Constitution says freedom, free will, God-given rights. It's there. It protects your life and the lives to come. We have no right as human beings today to take an innocent born life that because of society they feel in their hearts that they're more important than that life inside of them. So here's my final thoughts, which is based on, again, what Kevin Roberts says. And this is what he says. Now is the time for state legislators to protect life. Not wait for Congress to act. State capitals will be the center of activity in the months to come as pro-life leaders pursue legislative options like Texas for saving the lives of the unborn. To be clear, Congress should act now to save as many lives as possible. Life begins at conception and our laws and God's laws, which it does, reflects that reality. It's time to bring the balance back. The family, the family structure has to get back in balance 
with society and the government. Until that happens, until the family structure says, I will not comply with this crap that society is bringing upon us, we will never correct the federal government. Ever. Because they will continue, which they have done for 30, 40 years, to follow society and not the family, not the God fearing people of this country. I don't know any better way to say it. It's a good thing what happened today, but I'm not dwelling on it because this leak could be a leftist, Democrat, insane, power-hungry people. Their way of controlling the government so they can have the power to continue to destroy your life along with your family, which they are doing every single day with mine. This is the gunny. Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty. Make a Ford and a Chevy It'll still last ten years Like the show Cause the best of the free life Is still yet to come The good times ain't over for good